Radio. It's now time for The Journey with Dodsey and Dave. G'day listeners, welcome to The Journey. I'm Dave. And I'm Dodsey. Week two of the program already, Grant 2014. It's great to be back. Oh, isn't it? And man, what a way to kick off last week. With more to come this week, mate. What's news, Dave? I just want to say I had a great break. I went down to the snowy region of New South Wales. It's beautiful in the winter. It's just as beautiful in the summer. Mm. What about you, Dodsey? How's things been for you this week? Well, look, I know it was Valentine's Day last Friday, but my wife and I celebrated 15 years of marriage last Thursday. Wow. Now, that sounds like a long time, and it is. It is. People look at us and they ask us how we've lasted so long, and we tell them it's because we have a very successful threesome. Sarah, me, and God. Now, without that trinity, our marriage would surely fall down. Congratulations, mate. Yeah, thanks, mate. Look, it's time to get into it. Let's have a look at the batting order for this week, Dave. Now, Grant, you know there's no need to bring up the cricket. The international season is over in Australia. I'm not feeling that good. Look, I'm sorry, mate. Okay, how about we have a look at the team sheet for this week? Better? Yeah, okay, much better. Helps me look forward to how well my Swannies and Roosters are going to go this year. Yeah, well, this week, Dave, the journey's got Sister Hilda Scott with her wisdom from the Abbey. Everyone just loves what she's got to say. We've also got Bruce Downs, the Catholic guy, and TV evangelist, general go-getter for Jesus and giving us great tips for our daily walk with God. Trish McCarthy will give us some more good oil with her brilliantly named Milk and Honey segment with tips for living well, life in all its fullness. And Dr Byron and Francine Parola will cast the Smart Loving Net out into the deep to make sure our growing audience gets some solid advice on making marriages the best they can be. Pete Gilmore, muso, youth worker, scripture teacher. There's nothing this man can't do. Well, he's going to tell us a beaut story with a strong message for everyone, but especially for young people. Add to that our interview with Bruce Downs, the Catholic guy, and I tell you what, Grant, we've got another jam-packed show. That's awesome. On your marks, get set. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I may have missed the start there. It's time to listen into this week's reflection on the Sunday Gospel with Father Graham Schmitzer. Faith, hope, love and life, you're on the journey with Dodsey and Dave. Here's this week's Reflection on the Gospel. This Sunday's Gospel comes from the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus tells his disciples he has come not to abolish, but to perfect the law of the Old Testament. He points out three demons which are enemies of the new law to love. Anger, lust and lying. How easily these take root in the human heart. Anger, hostility and insults do not belong to the Christian community. They are the seedbed of the sin of murder that destroys God's gift of life to another human being. Nelson Mandela believed that hostility is self-defeating. In all his years in prison, he learned to see the basic humanity of the men who guarded him. And on the day of his release, he spent some time saying an emotional thank you to them. In his freedom speech that night, he reminded the world that we can all imprison ourselves behind the bars of prejudice and narrow-mindedness. Jesus then goes on to remind the disciple that sexuality is a gift from God and is not to be abused. Sexual drives cannot dominate our lives. Rather, they must be integrated into a life of loving service. Thirdly, Jesus shares a Hebrew horror of the abuse of calling on God to bolster the claims of a false oath. The disciple must possess a certain integrity that would prevent him from bringing God into the situation as an additional witness. A straightforward yes or no 
with no oath-taking at all, should be sufficient. Faith, hope, love and life. This is The Journey. You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey from the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong on cradio.org.au. The Journey with Dodsey and Dave. Sister Hilda with Wisdom from the Abbey. I used to have an old computer. I thought it was marvellous. I would turn it on and then go and do several tasks and return when it had fully switched itself on. Then I would do all the waiting I needed to do as it needed to sort things out. Still, I thought how efficient it was, how fast. And the result, can I say, always made me look good. And that, of course, is the object of the exercise. Well, then it died, and it got replaced. And that one died, and it had to be replaced. And with every new computer, what I noticed was that the technology got faster. Now, I'm noticing something else. I'm noticing that what I expect of a computer has actually gone through the roof. Uh, Every computer now is slower than I think it should be. And I've grown very impatient In fact, have you noticed how impatient we all get these days with things that are not as fast as we think they should be? Sometimes it feels as though we get out of bed and the race begins to get through absolutely everything we've planned. Time is a matter of getting through the minutes, getting through the hours. And you know what I've come to think? I think that we miss out on the real meaning of time. It isn't about a scientific measurement. It actually is really about the seasons of our soul. Now, our forebears had it all over us in this regard. As surely as winter is different to summer, morning is different to night. I wonder how many of us gauge our activities according to that kind of thinking. Like the tasks we perform in the morning have their own momentum and then the ones at midday are a little different because we begin to sense a certain depletion of spirit, of energy. And hey, that's as it should be. Now afternoon tasks are different too. The sun's starting to be in a different direction. Life itself is taking a different glow. Your clothes are crumpled, and they weren't in the morning. There are afternoon tasks beginning to wind down, or at least they should be. Then with evening comes a certain mellowness to our tasks. And yet how many of us are still trying to go flat out the way we did in the morning when we had a full day's energy in front of us. And with night again, so many of us feel as though our real life has just begun. The day job's over, now let's get into things. But in fact, it's got dark. It's rest time. How different our lives would be if we really entered into the seasons of the day. Not the hours of the day, 
God enters into the seasons. For God, there are no specific hours. For God, there are the seasons of our soul, the seasons of our heart. Can I put a little thought to you this week? How about being mindful of the seasons that are in your day, not the hours? Now, Dave, mate, have you started back teaching scripture in schools yet? It's probably a couple of weeks away, but I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be my third year, and my mother's coming in to help as well, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, beauty. Well, blessings for the year, mate. It's great work, and blessings for the many listeners out there who are involved in working with young people to make Jesus known and loved by sharing the good news with them across all the Christian churches. Because I tell you, the good news is the only news worth hearing. You're listening to The Journey on cradio.org.au. And now it's time for Milk and Honey with Trish McCarthy. It is a striking image looking up to the escarpment, towering over our city, and seeing a lone Illawarra flame tree amongst the mottled green background. It is not just the contrast of colours that strikes me, but that solitary tree that beats the odds and points to greater things. As Christians, we were called to be contrast of virtues to the world that we might point to greater things. St. Francis was attributed the empowering words, Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. And where there is sadness, joy. When we spend considerable time with someone, we take on many of their attributes. Their fashion sense, their humour, their language or mannerisms. Blimey, even married couples start to look like each other in the evening of their lives. In the same way, when we seek the face of Christ and spend time with Jesus, we grow in his likeness. And as we receive him into our hearts, we become all that he is. Goodness, patience, balance, wholeness, gentleness, strength, mercy, joy. And in doing so, naturally embody those words of contrast that point to greater things. I hope today you can stand as the flame tree bearing Christ's love to those in your midst. Together on the journey, faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. Now we've expanded into a few new areas this year, Dave. So we're going to revisit a few of the interviews we did with some of our presenters last year so that our new listeners get to know a little bit about the people who are our regular presenters on the show. Yeah, Grant, that makes sense. Who have you picked out this week? Well, I thought we'd have a listen this week to our interview with Bruce Downs. You know the Catholic guy? Great guy. Can't wait. Press play, will you? I'm here with Bruce Downs, the Catholic guy, who's one of our regular presenters on the journey. Thanks for joining us, Bruce. Thanks, Jude. It's great to be here. Bruce, you're doing regular segments for us each week on the journey. I'm sure lots of listeners would like to know, just very quickly, what's the Bruce Downs story? Well, I'm, I'm married. I have five children, uh, three grandchildren. Uh, I have worked in the Catholic Church and in the Christian Church for all of my life. I'm fascinated by the question of how do we reach people who find the gospel hard to relate to? And how do we reach so many of people in the church of all Christian denominations, not just Catholics, who are struggling to find God in their everyday life, uh, connect with him and to help those people to deepen in their own experience of God, but at the same time live great lives every day? Fantastic. Bruce, you travel all over the country and you get to speak to lots of people all the time in, in lots of events that you're doing in churches. Uh, give us a bit of an understanding how that, that sort of all happened. 
Well, it's interesting, from the time I was young, I've always believed that God wanted me to proclaim the gospel, to tell people about him, and and, uh, particularly to do that in a way that people understand. And uh, through a whole series of different events, uh, I started getting asked. I then started getting asked to travel and to share the gospel. I had some great mentors, both within the Catholic Church and many pastors and, and people that I admire in other churches really helped form my understanding of outreach and proclaiming and speaking the gospel in a great way. And so once I had done many, many years of, of all of that kind of study, then slowly somehow people just seemed to discover it. And through a couple of deliberate things that we did, uh, people started inviting us to their churches and into their parishes and, and to conferences, and, well, it just went from there. Bruce, you're known across many churches as the Catholic guy. How'd you get a name like that? Well, it's interesting. I, I preach in a lot of Catholic, ch- in, in Catholic, Catholic churches, but I also speak in a lot of churches that are not Catholic. And one of the things that I am, I am committed to is the fact that I, when I go to another church to speak that's not a Catholic church, I go there and I am a Catholic. It is part of who I am. And, uh, and, and I often say to the pastors when they ask me if I'll speak in these other churches, listen, I would appreciate it if you said to the people that I'm a Catholic. I'm just not, uh, an, a, a, I'm not a priest. I'm not someone from another denomination. Catholic's very important to me. And, uh, and would you introduce me as a Catholic? And in every church I've been to, I've never been to one ever that has said, hey, that's a problem to us. And they've always introduced me like that. But the problem is, is that people never remember my name. And so I get stopped at airports and shopping centres, etc. And people often stop and they'll go, "Are you, are you, are you that Catholic guy?" And when our television program began, uh, the lawyer that was working on put it, setting it all together, he'd heard this title, the Catholic guy, and he said, "Well, let's just call it that." And at the time, I think it's a, in many ways it's just a silly name, but uh, it stuck. So and you that's just how ran with it. You just ran with it, and it stuck. We just ran with it. That's exactly right. Uh, the people people tagged at the Catholic guy. I didn't think the television program would go uh, for very long, and so it didn't really worry me. And uh, and but it's been there for years now. And uh, yeah, people know me more than that. Uh, people don't even know my name. Bruce, the tagline associated with so much of what you do is is inspiring you to dream. What do you mean by that? And and how did that come about? Well, one of the one of the meanings of the word inspire means to breathe. And we see as our objective, and I believe that what God has asked me to do, is to breathe life into people through the gospel and to help people to live wonderful lives in the very ordinary things of life, to be come into a relationship with Christ, but also at the same time, because of that, to live great marriages, to be doing well in their study, uh, to be doing well in work. And I think we've got to help people to inspire them to live the dream and the hopes and the desires that they have that they that God has put in their life and so we see ourselves as helping people elevate themselves to that place of responding to that. Bruce, you're calling people to fullness of life, obviously, as part of that slogan. So what could people expect to hear from week to week with the inputs that you're providing for, for our program, The Journey? Well, I, I think what we're trying to do is is to take ordinary things and to cause people just to have a moment of pause and to stop and say, am I being all that I can be at this time in my life, where I am at this stage in my life. And because it doesn't take much for us to fall into ruts or to fall into, to fall into places where, uh, far level than the places that we can be. And so we're trying to lift people up to be all that they want to be. So if, if they did get called home that day by God, they'd be able to look him straight and face to face and say, I'm in the place that I meant to be right now. That's what we're trying to do every time we try to inspire someone to dream. Bruce, thanks very much for being with us today. We're really appreciative of the content that you're providing for us as part of the journey. Can we uh, look forward to, to having you on board for, for the future? 
Yeah, no problem at all, Jude. Uh, we would be delighted to be, uh, my and my whole team would be delighted to be part of this. Uh, we finish all of our programs by saying to everybody, never forget that no matter where you are around the world, God is never far from you. And I pray that that's the case with the, the program that's on radio every week. Thanks so much, Bruce. Good to talk to you. Bless you. Wow, that's impressive, Dodsey. What a great story. Bruce Downs is really shaking things up a bit and keen to make sure that people know Jesus and walk with him daily. Absolutely, mate. He came to my parish last year where I live up in Ingadine there, and I know it really had a big impact on so many people. And his message is really bringing people to a personal encounter with Christ. Well, we've got him on the journey, which it goes without saying is awesome. And thank him for contributing so much to the show last year and for all that he'll do for us this year. Yep. And we've got one of his messages coming up shortly on the show. You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey from the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong on cradio.org.au. And now, inspiring you to dream, here's Bruce Downs, The Catholic Guy. Well, I travel on planes very regularly. And the other day I hopped on a plane and there was one little boy behind me and he was with his mum and his dad and he was absolutely full of life and full of excitement. He discovered the seat belts, the food trays. He was just bursting with energy and he couldn't wait for it to happen. Well, all of a sudden I hear him crying out, hey, daddy, daddy, are we flying yet? And the plane doors hadn't even closed yet. We weren't flying at all. And I realised what I'd done is I'd hopped on the plane, I'd opened up the newspaper and I was already reading. I fly so often these days that I don't even look out the window. I sometimes don't even notice the fact that we take off. Well, when we did, this little boy was so excited at the takeoff. And it suddenly occurred to me that I was just lost in it and the excitement had gone a long, long time ago. A plane taking off is actually an amazing feat of science. And the world below is a great work of God's creation. Here was I in this potential situation for incredible awe and yet I was reading my paper. If not for the boy and his wonderful excitement about the takeoff, I probably wouldn't have even noticed. In your life today, is there anything that you've forgotten to register, to notice, to wonder, to celebrate? Look around you today. God has surrounded us with many wonders to enjoy and celebrate. All we have to do is look up from our newspapers and really look and listen to all the things that are around us. Life is filled with all sorts of wow and awe moments in our life. Why don't you join me at thecatholicguy.com where you'll be inspired to dream. You're listening to The Journey with Dodsey and Dave. And now with their tips for vibrant marriages and family life, Here's Byron and Francine Parola with Smart Loving. We're Byron and Francine Parola from Smart Loving, and today we're talking about the soulmate myth. The soulmate quest is very common among marriage seekers. There is this belief that if we can just find our soulmate, that perfectly compatible person, love will transport us to paradise and the rest of it is easy. The thing is, love isn't always easy. Nothing of great value is. Everything worth having takes effort, self-denial, discipline, and sometimes heartache. We kind of know this. No one expects to be a great athlete, scholar, artist or business person without having to work at it. Yet when it comes to love, we live in the delusion that with the right person, our soulmate, it just all magically happens. No wonder so many couples come unstuck a few years into marriage. Love is not supposed to be this hard, they complain. 
the soulmate myth has convinced them that love and marriage is about self-fulfillment rather than self-denial. They start to believe that they married the wrong person and that the marriage is doomed. Well, they may have married the wrong person, but usually they didn't. They married a person who changes. They are a person who changes. And that's a good thing, because growth can't happen without change. Growth can't happen without some pain either. So when there's a bit of tension in our marriage, it's usually a sign that things are either going to start stagnating or growing. If we have a mindset that it's all meant to be easy, then it will stagnate and our relationship will get worse. However, if our mindset is to recognise tension as a call to personal growth, then we begin to transform ourselves from selfish to generous, from me-centred to we-centred. And at the end of decades, maybe even half a century, those of us who submit to this process will emerge as true soulmates. And at the end of the day, we don't find a soulmate, we become one through years of dedicated love and self-giving. We're Byron and Francine Parola. For more tips to strengthen your marriage, visit smartloving.org. The Journey with Dodzy and Dave. That was Byron and Francine Parola with their tips for smart loving. What a power couple they are, eh? They love being married and realise how important good marriages are for our society. Thanks to them for their input, you can hear them every week here on The Journey. Before them, we had a breath or two by Jimmy Needham and the Catholic guy, Bruce Downs. Yeah, good stuff. Now, Dave, you remember we had uh, John L. Allen on the journey last year. Remember we interviewed him? I do recall that. He's the Vatican reporter for CNN and the like. Yes, he is. And he's got a new book out, The Global War on Christians. And what he's talking about in that book is this growing awareness of this anti-Christian persecution that's happening not just at home here, but all around the world. Now, a lot of people mistake it for being Muslim persecution of Christians, but you know what? It's not necessarily so. It's more than that. In fact, there's more persecution of Christians now at any time in our history, Dave. And this book by John L. Allen really exposes it all for the world to see. Yeah, Dodsey, and I was surprised to find out just the other day that there's more Christians dying today for their faith than ever before. The message is we need to pray harder and stronger than ever before for our Christian brothers and sisters in parts of the world where they're being persecuted. Yep, spot on, Dave. You're listening to The Journey on cradio.org.au. Now let's live the gospel with Pete Gilmore. It recently dawned on me that this generation of young people today may never experience the infuriating and satisfying joy of finding the radio station they want to listen to by turning the dial on the radio. With digital radios, you find out the frequency, 94.1 for example, and you enter that in. Bingo! Bring on the music. Worst case scenario, you have to hit scan and sit back and wait. But when I was growing up, this was no easy process. It involved much patience and turning and listening and adjusting the aerial. And at times, I'm sure we all struck the reach for the sky pose, hoping it would improve the reception. I think we often forget, in prayer, it's a process. I hear people say, I don't hear God, or I find his word hard to read, or I can't do sitting in silence with God, or numerous other phrases. The more time we spend with God in prayer, the easier we will find it to tune into his wavelength, to find his station on the dial amongst all the noise. There is no digital radio to get God's station. This relationship requires your time and your attention. Try tuning in today. God bless. Together on the journey. 
faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. That was Pete Gilmore with his Living the Gospel segment. Yep, and that's another week down, Dave. Go on. Got to slow things down a bit, mate. It's all too good to go by this quick. But the good news is we get to do it all again next week. Good news indeed. To everybody, thanks for listening into the journey. A big cheerio to our listeners in the Gippsland region, Aubrey Wodonga, and of course the Illawarra. Thanks for the great feedback on our Facebook page too. Keep the comments coming. Next week on the show, we'll be doing it all again. Great music, interviews and inputs from our awesome presenters. Hey, thanks for joining us on the journey. And remember, have have yourselves a great great week. week. The Journey is produced by the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong in cooperation with Pulse 94.1 and edited by Jude Hennessy and Daniel Hopper from the Office of the Bishop. Radio.org.au